All right, welcome back to hello, the hello. first, yeah, the first ever, not the first ever episode, the first, the, ever episode. the first official episode of the V Square podcast. There we go. And yeah, whoever that have listened to our episode zero for our own intros, uh, thank you very much for tuning in again. And uh, I'm your host today, as usual. My name is Strike, and you can call me Joel at the same time. And I am Norman. Yeah. So. so the topic that we're going like what uh, we're going to be talking about today is whether or not uh, wait what was the, what was the topic again Joel? Uh, whether design education is for you. Right. Okay. So whether or not design education is for you, I feel like this topic that we're going to be touching on today is going to be quite impactful for a number of people, especially because it's coming from the people who who are literally students who are going through this right now and whether or not we can give you our two cents on our own perspective whether or not it might be for you it might not be for you you know from our own experience right so for this episode we'll focus a little bit more on communication design because that's both our parts that's yeah that's the course that we're in yeah and we will speak a little bit more specifically to singapore's context because we are from Tamasek Polytechnic in Singapore, so we will speak a little bit more from there. So take it with a grain of salt at the same time. But it's true things that we're seeing at the same time. Of course, of course. It's, the, it's just what we experience, and at the same time, just take the pieces of information that you can be happy with. You know, like if you don't want to believe everything, you can just take whatever you want to believe in. Yeah. So, All okay, right. let's start. So let's talk a little bit more about what design school really really so-called offers you and teaches you okay um when i think of that i think like mostly technical skills when that's what mostly design school offers you like in my opinion you know with a designer you come to school for a design right you're gonna have to be learning different types of um let's say how to execute certain things using different applications right Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like certain things that we use is like let's say Adobe Cloud, you know, we got um, Photoshop, Illustrator, we got XD, we got InDesign, we got AE, like After Effects. There's so many different like applications for us to learn and also how to like use them properly so that we can execute certain things that we want. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right to say. Design school, basically, the first half of design school really offers you all the necessary technical skills for you to become a designer so for our cases here if you came to like if you're coming to Tamasek Polytechnic as a part of your intention for your first year you'll be absorbed like so-called get soaked in all the fundamentals of design oh design yeah theories. yeah you'll be soaked into that apart from all the fancy applications that you're going to get your hands on you need to go through the... um few like basic like fundamentals right like you know yeah. color theory Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to be going through um, lots of ideation processes mm-hmm. you go through um, basic logo creation mm, a little bit not as intense but typography is a very important one too oh yeah no, that's definitely important yeah so coming to design school you'll first be trained how to think like a designer so there's this one module that we go through I think it's called ideation right yeah it, uh, it is it's the one where like you know you get um a certain idea that you want to try to express and how you're going to be putting it like how you're going to literally visualize it yeah. so with that let's say like that one subject right it does teach you how to think as a designer 
because you know you're actually putting the things in your head let's say you got a few certain ideas like ideas of like let's say you got a you got a bird and you got a plane and then all of a sudden you want it to be uh, I don't know Superman <laughs> Superman yeah that's what I was thinking <laughs> so let's say if you yeah. wanted a bird and a plane and all of a sudden you got a cape and a jet plane and after the top or the tip of the plane is like a bird head you know, <laughs> how are you going to do that on piece of paper that's basically what ideation is going to be about it's going to be te- yeah, so- teaching you different types of things that you could bring together you know that you not normally not think about mm, yeah so it's basically teaching you how to piece different different informations like we call it like information together to create mm. more interesting concepts visuals things like that that's what design school will first teach you and design school also need will teach you how to execute like a designer like how to execute graphic design properly like what we mentioned earlier on the color theories layout shapes typography yeah, all these things right? <laughs> yeah. ah, a little go. bit of a cone not COVID, just normal food. COVID-19, oh gosh. Uh, no, 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 not that yet, okay. So, uh, basically that. <coughs> oh god. <coughs> You're getting mm, the virus all over our mics. Oh no, okay, never mind, sanitize it later. But, uh, well, yeah, that's the thing, like, you will learn how to create things like a designer with all those basic knowledge and fundamentals that you have. You will create those visuals that is appealing and that transfer so-called like communicates a message or whichever that you have intended mm-hmm. all right so that's the second part of design school that teach you how to execute as one then the last part of design educations i can call it they will teach you how to present like a designer oh you no know, that's super important because um you got your you got your work you know you've learned how to do it you have thought through it but how the hell are you going to talk about it? Mm, so don't take us, like, don't take our words too lightly here. This, as we, what we're referring to here, when you talk about your ideas, is actually very, very hard in times, uh, in times to come. Because what we observe in our own peers, like our people around us, right? They have a trouble trying to communicate the ideas. Like, they see certain things, they have certain ideas in mind, but somehow, somehow, they just can't talk about it and people around then when they try to explain their whole idea or what they seeing or what they're feeling to us are we just like huh what the fuck what what, what are you trying to be man i mean in the same sense that also goes for us when we try to communicate each ideas to each other as well sometimes it's not like the smoothest like oh you know this is what i visualize and can you immediately visualize it not many yeah. a lot of people have trouble with that yeah and I just say that it's not whether about what you're designing visual what color you pick which typography what shape you are using that plays a little bit but it's more of the sense of how you structure word sentence and many many other things to create something that's presentable and people will look at it and be like they'll get it on like, the spot on instantly right mm, pretty much instantaneously guys but it's quite a ambiguous process. We will talk in talk about more about that in our future episodes about what really present presenting your concept about, as. Yeah, I, I think we can cover that. Yeah, so that basically covers the first half of what design school offers you as stated in the school field that teach you how to use all those application basic knowledge. They will gear you with enough so-called knowledge for you to 
survive in the design industry. That's like a baseline. Oh, that, I wouldn't go as far as to say the design industry, man. Let's okay, say, okay. okay, let's keep it. You know, I don't think what we're saying here can be applied to the industry. Oh, I mean, obviously some parts can, but in design school-wise, this will definitely get you through, you know? Yeah. And uh, also to expect to learn a lot more things, right? Like uh, maybe some of you who are listening to this podcast, you may heard words like oh, After Effects, Premiere Pro. You get like words like oh, Photoshop and stuff. All but, those cool shiny applications. Yeah, but in fact, in in truth, there's a lot more applications out there other than the Adobe family. Like that for prototyping mobile apps right for ui designs if you ever heard this term we can talk a little bit more in a future episode basically there's the adobe xd which is a little bit popular there's also sketch figma envision there's a, like a whole list there's a huge amount of other applications that you could use man yeah so do expect that school will teach you to use this kind of application at the same time apart from the whole adobe family yeah it doesn't have to just be adobe Hmm, yeah, that's one thing. And another thing is that uh, whatever you might be learning, right, will be different from what we have been taught. Okay. Like the curriculums in design schools will definitely change according to the market and the societal changes. When things so-called, yeah, when there's a new product or new technology on the line, things will always push the education system to evolve. So mm-hmm. I would... We will talk a little bit more with one example. Back like three years before we enrolled, I think it's around 2010s, right? Around 2015, 10s. Around there, like that during that period of time. Yeah. Back then for Tamase Poly, we had this one module, I believe it's called interactive design. So layman term, it's just basically UI, UX. But in terms of the robot, uh, right? uh, are you assuming that they know what UI, UX means? So, mm. right, UI basically just means user interface and it's like the different design, um, literally the design of a screen and how elements are placed on it, it's what you mm-hmm. see. While the UX part is called the user experience and user experience basically just means your entire journey of how smooth it is and whether or not you enjoyed it or not. That's the basic yeah. way to describe these two things. Yeah, UX is basically from A to B, how you go through the point. Yeah, and it's how smooth it is. Mm, yeah, so that's the basic idea. Like the Instagram apps, the Facebook, YouTube, all these things you're using, it contains UI UX in it. Mm-hmm. All right. So basically that. So back to the topic. So back in a few years ago, there's this course, this module, uh, this module, it's not course, it's a module that's called interactive design. Back then, students were only so-called instructed to design websites for desktops. Okay, that's a few years ago. But by the time it reaches our badge, which is around 2018, 19. Yeah, that was that's around our time when we enrolled in, right? Yeah. That's when mobile apps starts to take off a lot more when it hits the era when all kinds of phone models, if you can recall, iPhones are shooting on models every year, Samsung, then you have the China brands, the Huawei, Xiaomi's, and all the stuff just shooting everywhere. Literally so, right now, it's like everything is exploding. Yeah, it's like every year there's a new phone and such. And that really causes so-called the trend to turn from basically from pure website 
tablets like desktop views website in horizontal formats it pushes towards mobiles like mobile screens a lot more mm, and that's a huge different thing actually when you mention it because you know how like when you look at a desktop right it's obviously most of the time landscape and when you switch it to your phone how do you hold it in your hand mm, yeah so that that's where the adaptation came in and also mobile app screens gets a little bit more focused and we started to have this one whole six month project module right where we had to design a mobile app to solve a world problem or like oh, a life dude. problem yeah oh, i think it's a life problem yeah yeah that was i, I don't uh, i didn't like that topic yeah it's a little bit of pain yes but we put through and that really let us so-called see so-called design <coughs> careful excuse me so that really i see how design is changing over time and that really pushes the education to evolve with it like the industry moves the education follows suit so do not expect yourself to learn the things that your senior taught you like oh i'm gonna learn this yeah i, I learned yeah. abc you after the maybe by the time you enroll you'll change to that one two three or alpha omega blah, 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 these kind of things I think that's the unique part about design school the most um, because, you know, when you learn a certain thing, right, you just got to have that huge amount of variety that you're going to be learning something else. So it's good to have different tools under your belt, you know. Of course, when yeah. you first learn, let's say, like, uh, in comparison, you website design, then you might not necessarily know how to design for mobile. But then once you do, you're able to keep up with that competition for, like, the present time. Yeah, so... All the intention for design education, right? For our cases, our school, right? Is try to get us towards the ever-changing market. Like everything that has been shown us is basically what the market is demanding at the moment. And we can't really say that they're right or wrong, but they're doing their best to get us for the ever-changing world. Definitely. I feel like, especially in design school, it's such a... You feel like this sense of like really like home, dude. Cause it's like mm-hmm. they are super understandable and caring, and they they really try to nurture like um, the best potential that you have. Yeah, they would. They're really trying. Uh, but I'm not saying this to all things. Uh, so take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This goes for our school experience. Uh, our own experience. Uh. Yeah. All right. So that's basically this basically marks the end for the technical skills or like the designer skills you will be taught in school now we'll move on to the more oh, we're fake on to the next. Yeah, the fake thing that design school offers you uh, networking alright I'll call it networking mm, okay um, where do we begin man I mean it's such mm. a broad term because there's so many things that you could cover under networking you know because it's like you could be networking with classmates could be networking with teachers you know your lecturers and the teachers could even be split you know there's like categories of adjunct lecturers which are basically part-timers and the full-timers so you know where do we where should we like cut where should we start (coughs) okay all right so for that i think we can cut from the lecturers let's talk about about lecturers all right so for our design school cases, we uh, we run in small classes, all right? Okay, relatively smaller classes. Uh, like each class, we only host about 20 plus minus Plus students. minus, yeah, around there. 
Yeah, so it's one to around the ratio is one to twenty. So it's a small class format, and we do not get mass lectures. So we we basically get tutorials in a like one on one session. And most of the time, it's one on one sessions. There's very seldom cases when we have mass teachings. It's very rare. If anything, the mass teachings are only just for like uh, short talks and presentations that they got to tell the entire school. Uh, yeah, like briefings and stuff. So yeah. basically, you'll be quite close. You get the opportunity to be close to a lecturers. All right. That's the fun so, part. Yeah, that's where the things get be interesting. So let's talk a bit of the full time lecturers. Basically, the school staff stuff. They are the people that usually has a couple of years of experience in like design fields. Like some of our own lecturers, they have like maybe ten to twenty years of experience. In the whole industry, there's different kinds of designer: editorial designer, poster designer, etc. And they come back to school to nurture the next generation. So that's them. So oh, yeah, we have a huge, quite a number of that actually, right in our school. Mm, quite some, quite some. Yeah. So that's them, and for them, right, they are what we call your best contact and information. Counter, quote unquote counter. Counter. To, yeah, like like I mean, physically they are like a information counter or like assistant. I, I, oh, I, okay, I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got call it the assistant. They will teach. You can ask them around about things around schools, like the fun things and maybe some scary legend stories and horror things. You know, if you want to ask about that, you can also. Really get school resources. Okay, that's where we see the one of the strength in full-time lecturers. They know mostly every corner of the school, so they will know where where you can get different equipments or like get different rooms and such. You can ask them for help. You instantly like ask, you know, where's like the camera that you use for this certain project, and you know they instantly point you to the shelf that they they took it off from. Mm, okay, something like that, but it's not hundred percent true. But we just like make it a little over exaggerating it. Yeah, so that's that, and also they are your so-called care person. So for TP's case, we have like uh, each class we have designated care persons. Yeah, we have designated like um caretakers for our class that keeps um all of the let's say the mo the normal school admin stuff running. So like you mm-hmm. know like with like. Let's say right now there's like a COVID nineteen virus going on. Um, they have regular checks. You know they make sure that we are not traveling overseas. But no, not if we are. They have like this survey that we need to fill out. You know, making sure that we're okay and we we won't die. Yeah. So, so if you come to TP to study communication design, it's quite a like a warm place to be. Because uh, it's not like say lecturers and students will have like a big distance because you spend less time together. No, they will actually. Like a lot more lah. That's that's our take from it. And also for those lecturers, if you want to link towards the expert of design educations, right? They are your first point of contact if you have any doubts about your work mm. per se. Yeah, and because they are full time staff, they most of the time they will be in school lah. So you can just hit, like ask them, give them a drop in a message, ask nicely if they you want any consultations or any queries about your own life. You can find them. <laughs> you go doubting your own life choices. You know, I gotta go to your caretaker. Am I doing mm. this right? <laughs> yeah. So that's that. That's basically the what we see in the full time <coughs> lecturers. 
And then there's another group of people that's called the adjunct lecturers. Um, <coughs> oh, careful. Oh, careful. <coughs> <coughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, I think we can cut this part out literally. All right. Continue. All right, so we have this next group of lecturers. They are the adjunct lecturers. And basically for our school's case, for TP's case, we invite industry uh so-called experts like basically like studio owners or like Mostly creative director creative directors and be like people from the design agencies you know yeah we will ask them to come over to become like a part-time lecturer in our schools to teach students different, yeah. different things and they become they are really cool people it's like seriously like for mm, the yeah, people from... that from our own experience right like you know like uh, let's not name any names here like we got like uh, JH you know JH yeah yeah there we have another we have another J also but yeah they're all they're both very, really very cool nice. people and really nice people yeah so that's that and uh, what you really can gain from them as the adjuncts right they may not be as so called like dedicated to your well-being in schools as your full-time lecturers let's oh, just say that not, they're, they, they're not they're not really that responsible for that they are not they definitely that's not their main like um you know that's not their purpose or no intention to be there you know yeah they are here to teach you more industry-centric knowledge basically they'll teach you how to design so-called uh, better works that's more faced towards the consumers Maybe, uh, I would say mostly like how you can imagine like let's say like real life design right you can see certain things done for businesses so most of that stuff they will be able to teach you on how they do it in the real working world because uh. there's a huge difference between being able to design for let's say yourself or design school and designing for consumers because mm. it's a very like one is could be said as a form of expression while the mm. other is designing for a certain customer yeah things can change quite drastically mm-hmm. when we when you switch your target audience or switch your purpose so that's why those industry partners the adjunct lecturers are here to really help you to make sure your work the output will so-called S- get the um, market right yeah it will get placed out or maybe you can lead the market in the way at the same time too mm-hmm. but that's if you have to be really damn good yes yeah, that's honestly very difficult right now for both of us uh, and, we're uh, trying yeah we, we, we were definitely trying so yeah that's that so these are the two kinds of lecturers you will find one is a very schoolish uh, people so, sorry were... did you say squish or schoolish 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 alright Mr. Squish yeah so they are just what school teachers like. they are just doing what school supposed to do another and the second group are the industry experts that are coming with the like the freshest, hottest in, as, like perspectives and insights about the real world and really teach you all of that. Mm. So that covers the lecturer networking between you and the lecturers. And also, kind- I would like to add on one more thing before we end off on that certain section. It's because I feel like with teachers, right, a lot of students uh, from what I've seen really don't take advantage of the like the lecturers and the information that they can carry okay maybe not say take advantage that we call it utilizing the 
best possibilities and stuff. Like, taking advantage sounds a little bit more uh, yeah, spicy. You know, okay, fine, yeah. fine. So let's call yeah. it um, you know, you can utilize, right? So you're not utilizing the information that's given to you when it's presented right in front of you, like as a teacher, you know, because mm-hmm. people usually just enjoy their day. After they go to the design school, they design stuff, and then they just leave, and then they completely ignore the fact that they have someone who has like six years of experience standing right in front of them, and you could have asked them anything to improve your own skill. You know, yeah. people that's overlook that a lot. A, that as what Norman mentioned, right? That's quite a sudden thing for us to see. Uh, like, can you imagine you having like what ten, twenty over design? experts and like seniors that has been in the field for so many years within one kilometer radius of you with walking distance you can just literally go up to them and ask nicely and most of them will probably reply you with yeah. a genuine kind heart so yeah that's that so what we are saying is that we view design school as a very big platform for us to redevelop whichever things we need our skill sets and our networking as such and we do not see it as like a you know, a nine-to-five job. It's, it's not a job, you know? Yeah, you don't come to school to just say... Like, maybe back in, like, um, you know, like, secondary school, was it, like, super boring to you? Mm, I mean, um, for my Southern days, it's days, right? really painful. It's really painful. I'm not really a good English student, nor was I a very bright math student. Yeah. <laughs> just joking. But, yeah, like, what I was trying to go for is just that, you know, when you go through, like, let's say, like, school, right? People have that mentality of just oh it's super boring you just go through with the daily life but Mm -hmm. it's not that case especially in polytechnic where you got all these people coming to help you you know they're literally here to help you and they nurture you not just in school it can be outside yeah so that's that so what we really encourage whoever that's listening to this point of the podcast to really take advantage of this whole condition and situation you have uh, to really do whatever you can do with it. Like seriously utilize like the people, the information, everything, right? So that you can become a better designer for the future. I think that's honestly one of the most important things. Yeah, if that's your goal, go ahead. But if not, take our advice with a grain of salt. (laughs) Yeah, I have, I mean, we're just saying that for PC statements. uh. All right. So that's the networking with lecturers. And we can, so call Okay, we will call it networking with your peers, basically your classmates, right? So basically you can like if you came here as a design student, right? You have a strong interest inclination to do design, obviously. Not back in like you back in your primary school days or secondary school days when you learn all kinds of subjects and everyone has a bit more of a different inclination but here in design school you have only one major topic and that's design and you have so many people around you that does pretty much the same thing like you can get to know a lot more people that have the same interest Jesus (laughs) (coughs) god damn you've been holding that (coughs) alright so what I've been what I got from the statement that you wanted to say like uh, design school is um wow I forgot short term memory (laughs) okay (laughs) <laughs> okay, we will cut this part out. We are good. Okay, we'll cut it from the top. All right. So that covers the first part of networking, where you can network with uh, the lecturers. And let's move on to talk a little bit more about networking with your P 
peers. All right. So peers. Yeah, your classmates, classmates, cohortmates, schoolmates. <laughs> That's just a bunch with. of fancy ways of saying friends. <laughs> yeah, you can, if you want to have friends, you know, I mean, there's snakes too. Right. Okay, now she did anything oi, here. Oi, oi. <laughs> Chill. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you get to know people that has the similar intentions or like same purpose as you when you come to a design school to really learn design or people who are really just interested in this thing uh, you actually have a lot more opportunity to find those people around you it's not like every day you walk on the street and just find a random stranger and be like hey sir or ma'am uh, do you know design you... <laughs> yeah you will not do that kind of things man it's just like awkward uh, hey can so. you critique my uh, like my my design work real quick and after it's like you just like oh you get like the clientele the client comes to you and it's like oh it's nice <laughs> you know it's kind of like that so yeah what Joel was trying to say is that you don't get the opportunity to I guess talk about design in real life especially with like with, mm-hmm. with like-minded individuals like let's say especially for having the same age group I feel like mm-hmm. that's pretty pretty good for people to connect well cause you don't yeah. you don't you don't really get it anywhere else yeah it's quite kind of hard for us that uh, we can't think about any places that you can get it other than design schools mm-hmm. per se it really is where it, they nurture like every because everyone's kind of like on the same playing field you know then everyone's like a com like a comrade to each other mm, yeah comrades that sounds very communist but yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean one thing is that you will discover I mean, hopefully uh, you discover like-minded individuals like me and Omar. In the same case, uh, both of us are a little bit more driven into this creating stuff. Uh, we are more into creating stuff. So that's why we have this podcast. That's why we make this possible. Yeah. Mm. And uh, another thing is that you get to know like more people with different skill sets. Uh. So for both of our cases, uh, we have this group of friends. Uh, they all have different, different Specializations, uh, right? Like skills. Yeah. Okay, not say special. It's not so specialization that they have different interests that develop themselves. Mm. That are people who has very good sense in photography, who are really interested in that, and there are people who are really good at illustrating stuff. There are people who are really good at doing videos and motion graphics, and there are people who are really good at so-called doing copywriting. Yeah, copywriting is also part of design. You write like words and stuff. There's a huge, to- yeah. There's a huge amount of like with all of these like you know different skills coming together it's really important for you to know okay maybe it sounds a little bit bad if we put it this way but know who's good at doing certain things mm-hmm. like cause you if you know who's good at, well, with like certain things like, let's say it might not be your strong suit but it, it might be theirs you could collaborate mm-hmm. them with them in the future to produce something amazing yeah yes, but this is a maybe statement for mm, but that's if you yeah if you choose to do, go for it mm-hmm, yeah so that's that uh, you really get to know more people that has the same interest as you and I mean apart from that I don't think that anything else that you can get for now do you have any takeaways for networking at school with same age group well I think okay for networking right, I got this uh, pretty interesting story of like a friend uh, who when he's a film student and then afterwards he got a logo commission from one of our course mates actually so I think you do know about it oh I think okay now I remember that yeah, yeah so I think 
Okay, it, when he got like the logo commission, right? You, they met through a TP, like a Tomasic Poly fundamentals class. Yeah, it's, a, it's quite a so, big class. It's exactly. So it's yeah. the situation where like the fundamentals class, right? They bring in different peoples from... Because like uh, our course is... Or let's say design school is split into different specializations. So like you got film, you got like um, communication design like us, you got product design, you know? All of those different mm-hmm. things, right? And we come together for, let's say, the fundamentals of TP. Because, you know, got every school has to have their, like, business and, like, you got to learn how to present and all that stuff. Yeah, public speaking, yeah. essay writings, yeah. Sadly speaking, you will do that too. It's, kind, it's kind of like that. So, yeah. when these two people, right? Um, so, it's a her and a he. So, she was just minding a little business and then he came up to her and said, hey, yo, could you design a logo for me because I know you're in communication. So it's like, I was like, yeah, sure. And then from there on, they just, you know, continued on with their project and now he's, they're both really happy. They work, they work with each other right now and they're both enjoying mm. each other's content. It's kind of yeah, sick, so- I think. Like, honestly, it's quite, quite, it's quite rare <laughs> to see that right now. Yeah, I mean, it could- as what Norman has mentioned, is like a small business opportunity for you if you come to design school, but yeah, not yeah, everyone yeah. gets it. Lah. So in a sense, so do not come with the mentality that, oh, here, I'm here to commission a logo. I'm going to get someone to buy my logo. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not how it works. I mean, yeah. obviously, if they want to, if you know the person and they might want to have like a certain maybe style or way they want to carry themselves with their message, you could potentially help them, you know? Mm, yeah. That's just a possibility. Uh, so that's basically what design school can offer you in terms of networking. Hey, I mean, you could always buy stickers, you know, like a pack of five for like two bucks. <laughs> that's a very <laughs> yeah. popular thing with, with us. Yeah, that's quite... Actually, yeah, speaking of that, there's uh, like we have internal circulations. Can, can we call it internal circulation of stickers? It's not like a drug deal, dude. <laughs> it's not okay, but, but it means... Is kind 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 okay. Okay, basically, is that we have students who basically commission their own stickers and they or keychains, then they resell them at like a quite like a for, at, and an affordable price. You know, yeah. for like the design that they're doing, it's like and it's pretty cool. You know, cause like a little like collectible one, and two, it's literally your friend who like just sold this to you. So it's like winner for both sides. Yeah, like it's kind of like cool to see like. But, as a design student, when you walk around with like works from your peers that like ten over stickers or keychains sticking all over your laptop, that's kind of like quite a, quite a niche la, But not really for my own taste. La. I have my own picks uh, for what a stickers. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's that for networking. So yeah, that basically covers what really design school can offer you from our own perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't forget that you're coming here for school. So lessons will proceed as proper. There will be attire conducts, like codes and stuff. They, oh, they, yeah. They, yeah. Like for our school's case, our... I think we're quite lucky for our school, right? Because, you know, our school's quite lenient on what we could wear. Yeah, the only rule is that you cannot come in slippers that's it yeah that's literally the only rule that we can't wear like you can't wear slippers in school but you can wear crocs with socks or sandal socks that 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 covers too everything's a fashion statement man yeah so that's that and uh do expect that lesson paces may be a little uh, like 
segmented and paced at a digestible like i not say okay a more digestible pace for everyone because i mean it's a school uh, it may be too quick or too rushed for some people it may be too slow for some people so i need back off we, your mic man uh what'd you say i'll just back off your mic a little you're killing my ears all right so <coughs> what we're trying to say is that uh you will go through the tutorials and lessons in design school at a digestible pace like this one pace for average students some people may find it too slow some people may find it too fast to carry on but uh, we do encourage this thing called self-directed learning basically you source out your own materials your own tutorials to learn more stuff like in a sense. Mm, i feel yeah i agree with what joel's saying here because without that self-directed learning you know sdl right you have this kind of like from my perspective a limited amount of learning because it's what the school is going to be driving this certain let's say like subjects and topics but let's say if you wanted to learn something else you won't be able to get it from the school obviously and mm -hmm. the second issue is that because you're learning these things and you know, the techniques that they're going to be showing you is going to go for everyone. So everyone is learning the same thing as you are. So you have nothing to stand out, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad to say that. Mm. If, if you do not so-called explore further on your own stance, your own times, sooner or later you'll get pushed out of the whole race lah, if you want to do well. Mm, if you really want to do well, I we seriously suggest you to do some self-directed learning. You go learn whatever skills that you want to, and you feel like it can be applicable to your own design. Because if not, you're going to be stuck with, let's say, not saying that school, what school teaches you is bad, but you know, it's what just the school teaches you as a fundamental for everyone. Yeah, like, if everyone knows how to fry a piece of steak, Everyone can only produce a pizza stick, but if you learn how to make mashed potatoes or what broccoli or something like more fancy, like you learn how to make desserts, you can produce a three-course meal. Mm, yeah, that's kind of that's okay. Although that was a weird-ass analogy, yes, what he just said was true. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much that, and that wraps up for this episode of what already. I mean, is there anything you want to add, add up? Well, I mean, you mentioned the fact that cause, you know, we are in a school, right? Design school. So, mm -hmm. don't, not forgetting the fact that it's a school, you got to remember, like, okay, I don't want to mention anything bad again, but you got to keep it understandable for, let's say, certain situations. So for my own example, I got to say, certain timelines for our subjects are not great. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit of an uh, ambiguous statement because honestly speaking, as we've said previously, like the whole design education is changing. So they're pushing more like new stuff into our content, our yeah. syllabus. And at the same time, they try to plan it also. So sadly for us, we became the guinea pig. The guinea pig. Guinea pig. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the guinea pig badge. That basically, we get the first to test out different subjects mm, yeah we got we got tested a lot of different modules at okay i wouldn't say modules but um platforms at once 
because we needed to create more things compared to the previous batch. Hmm, something like that. Yeah, so that really kind of locked. I want to say locked. Uh, it was a really tough process to go through. Hmm. Yeah. So it's quite a turbulent period for us, but we survived. We survived somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's it. I got nothing. Yeah, so that basically wraps up for our first episode of podcast where it's designed education suitable for you in mm-hmm. Singapore edition. All right. So again, uh, just take this with a grain of salt. Because mm, you know you it's just coming from a bunch of students, you know, what we might be saying is true for us, but it might not go for you. It might not go for you in the future. So mm. take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, so thank you all for tuning in who to whoever that's listening to this point of the podcast. Thank mm. you very much for your support. You. And uh, we'll see you next time. Adios. Goodbye. <laughs>